It's Quick Tip Tuesday. Hope y'all are ready for this Quick Tip Jelly. It's so good. Liz Henderson, shout out for asking an epic question around the never-ending to-do list and the drowning in all of the things when we're starting a biz. Girl, I feel this so hard. So today we're going to be talking about outsourcing. When should you do it? Why should you do it? What do you outsource? And then finally, where do you actually find good people? So stay tuned. Let's do it. Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gas Show, where you can get clarity on your calling, use your gifts for glory, and create a kingdom business. I believe that when we come together as daughters of the King, we will create true change here on earth. And we're raising up little world changers, mamas. Yes, and amen to that anointing over our lives. I believe we can also do this while having a ton of fun. We're here for PJs all day, lukewarm coffee, building passive income businesses, and using your voice for impact by podcasting and spreading your message into the world. You are in the right place. It's time to let God light our path so we can experience true miracles. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Hey, Steph, this is Liz, one of your students. I am loving the courses and what I'm going through, what I'm learning, how I'm growing, and really excited to launch my podcast. But I wanted to ask you about outsourcing because I feel like I do a lot in my business. It's a constant checklist every single day. And I've got two little boys. I stay home with them, which I'm so blessed to be home with them and be able to do something I'm passionate about alongside of it. But I don't want to take away that time from them by adding more to my plate. I don't know if it's the right time to outsource. I don't know when it is the right time to outsource and what I should be outsourcing, what I shouldn't. So you seem to have an amazing team around you. And I would just love your input on when you knew it was the right time to outsource certain aspects of your business, what you decided to outsource, how you went about finding those people, and any advice you have for a mama who doesn't want to just be adding more to her plate, um, but wants to continue to serve and grow her business and what she's passionate about. So thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to your input. Liz, I so feel you on this and I get it. Trying to navigate the kids and the things and the home life and the building of the business and the to-do list and all the things, like it just feels like so much. And it is so much until you get your foundations set and you get all the things where they need to be. And then it's freedom. So the first thing that I want to encourage you to do is really take a look at inventorying your activities for three full days. Take a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, inventory every single thing that you are doing from morning until night. I want you to take a green highlighter and I want you to highlight every single thing that you did for your business. I want you to take a pink highlighter and highlight every single thing you did in your personal life that is a static recurring event, like taking your kids to school, morning routines, evening routines, etc. And then in some other color that you find just disdainful like an orange or just kidding, whatever other color you have left, I want you to highlight everything you did that was a time waster. Any social media time, any scrolling, any numbing out, any whatever it is, 
walking around in circles wondering what you should be doing. I don't know. Highlight those things because that's the actual time wasted that we could be filling with productivity and A activity items. So that's the first thing you need to do. And then you need to actively cut those time wasters out and fill those with production activities. That's the first little quick tip to help you. The second quick tip to help you is I want you in those green things that you highlighted, the recurring events that you're doing in your business every single week. I want you to pull out of those and make a list. Two things. One, things that are always recurring. So what do you do every single week that's recurring? So this would be recording a podcast, uploading a podcast, um, inbox management, whatever else. Okay. And then on the other, on the right side of the paper, I want you to pull from this and put special projects. And then I guess I have one more column for you now that I'm thinking of it, which is um, things that you absolutely dislike in your business, right? So for me on that third column would definitely be managing my Facebook group. I just do not love it. It does not light me up. However, it's a recurring task, right? So you're going to notice some of these things on this three column paper are recurring and or something you do not love. You're going to notice some of your projects are also on the third column, what you do not love. Those are the things you start to outsource. Now, the easiest thing to outsource in your business are the recurring tasks. So for me, the very first thing I outsourced was the inbox management. The second thing I outsourced was my client management. Third thing was getting podcast editing. Fourth thing was podcast promotion. Fifth thing was social media management, managing my free group, the comments in there, all of that. The fourth thing was getting my blogs created for me, right? So it's it's a slow evolution of the recurring tasks in your business to get you out of the weeds and into becoming the visionary. So that's what you're going to start outsourcing. Now, you're not going to outsource all those things at once. Take the very first thing on the list and find someone to do that one thing for you. My One of my favorite things is bringing someone on the team and just starting them off small and slow. Like, hey, here's task one. Let's see how they do, right? Let's see if they can handle that thing. And if it's a yes, you can scale them to task number two. And if they do great with that thing, you can scale them to task number three. Or maybe they don't do great with that thing and you're going to go hire someone else to do that thing for you. But start small. And it just really is such a fun evolution of getting things slowly but surely off of your plate. And hopefully within 90 days to six months, you've offloaded every recurring task. Like that's the dream, truly. Okay, so that's number one. And you've said, am I ready? Yeah, of course you're ready. If you recorded this episode for me asking me how and when to outsource, you're ready to outsource, girl. So now how? How do I do it? So we talked about why we would do it, what what we would outsource, and now how. How you do this is first you pray because every time I've prayed for the perfect person to come help me out, The Lord has handed me that solution. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to post in your favorite trusted communities. So, you know, you're probably part of some of my courses. You are probably part of my student community. You're probably part of our free uh, female entrepreneurship community. Liz, that would be a great place to post and just start asking for. And Lydia has pinned to the top the days that you can post the these type of posts where you're looking for for help in your business. But post in there like, hey, who in here is interested in just a super small um, VA side gig? I'm looking for two hours a week, you know, and start there. And the other place you can look is within your own community. My favorite place to recruit from is from my super fans. It's from y'all. Like, who wants to work with me? Let's get it. Because they already know me. They know the content. They know my voice. They know my style. They have probably the same moral compass and value system that I do. So I know they're probably going to be a quicker learn and a better fit for the team. 
So that's the first place. The other place you can look is on Fiverr. They have some great, definitely amazing virtual assistants, some podcast management peeps over there, and they're super affordable. You are gonna have to test and trial a little bit more to find the right fit, but it's definitely worth it and can save you some bucks. Now here's the third place of where you can find some help if the budget is an issue. It's looking for some type of swap. This is, and I've mentioned this before in a recent episode, but this is one of my favorite ways that I started out when I couldn't afford to get help, but I desperately needed it in my business. I started swapping people. Hey, can I throw you an hour of coaching and you throw me some, you know, whatever X amount of hours of your time to help me out? And that was such a great way for me to get help in my business, but also give back in a way that wasn't monetary. So think outside the box. And then my fourth tip is, If you have older kids or a nephew or a niece or somebody wants to intern just to simply learn from you, that would be another way that you could add value to them in exchange for them supporting and helping you. Now, last thing I want to throw in here is you don't only have to outsource things in your business, right? Like sometimes we look to our business as the first place of outsourcing when really sometimes our home needs some outsourcing. Sometimes our child, children, childcare needs some outsourcing. So another thing that I outsourced pretty quickly was having my home cleaned. It was getting some help with my kiddos as much as I could. Those types of things freed me up to do a little bit more in my business when I was in those really big growth phases. Everything has a time and place, but I know that God will have the answer for you. And I just pray that this blessed you, my friend. Now, you guys listening to this, wondering what the heck do I do when in my business? I'm super confused. I have a hundred things on the to-do list. Look, there are 13 simple steps that will take you from starting to fully completing an online business setup. And I have that for you in my complete business blueprint. So you guys can go and snag that free download at completebusinessblueprint.com because what's going to be shocking for you is the things you're probably focusing on in your business are actually not the things you're supposed to be focusing on right now. It's really truly about getting that podcast going, getting clarity, having an email address, and then moving on to monetization. The website and the funnels and the emails and the freebies and the clickety clickety clacks. Like guys, none of that actually moves the needle. You need to have the foundational stuff done first. And I would actually recommend that you go back and you listen to my episode 368, the first five things you must do first when starting your new business, along with uh, the complete business blueprint. Those are going to help you so much when it comes to what should I actually be doing right now. And if you have a question for me, I want you to head to stephaniegass.com, scroll down on that homepage, and leave me a speak pipe question. I would love to feature you. I would love to answer your question live on the show. God bless you, friend. I'll see you back real soon. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. Pretty please. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys, every time that I see that this show has impacted your life in some way. So if you'll do that for me, I would be super grateful. The second thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Stephanie Gass. I'll share you in my stories and then together we can share the love. God bless you, sis. 